0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 31, Is It Worth It? Disney Edition. Everybody, thanks for being here. I am Danielle, an agent over at Fantastical Vacations specializing in Disney. And if you've got a trip that you're thinking about taking, planning, upcoming in the works, I would love to help you with that at no cost to you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. That info's in the show notes and so is my email. So I would love to talk Disney with you to help you get started in that planning process and share all of my tips, tricks, and experience from Disneying the past, my life, (laughs) lots of years. All right, today we are going to focus on five. Is it worth it questions. So if you're going to Disney for the first time, or honestly, just if you haven't been in a few years, there's lots of new things that have rolled out and they might be enticing to you. You may feel like you have to have them. And I really just want to answer the question again, my opinion, is it worth it? And I'm going to try to be very honest looking at both sides it may be worth it for you if this it may not be worth it for you if that Um, and I'll kind of share what I've done with my own family all right first thing we're going to touch on is magic bands and I actually right before this episode was texting with a client like should we get magic bands is it worth it is it worth it to have one in our party, Um, and I want to kind of talk about that. So, in my opinion, a magic band, you're paying for some ease of access, and I do think if you were planning to go to Disney, um, you know, repeatedly, it's a great thing to have. Now, magic bands are sort of on the way out. I don't know that for sure, but I say that just because the My Disney Experience app, Magic Mobile, now they've got it where your park ticket can be on an Apple Watch. Um, it's gone a lot more technological. So having a physical thing on your wrist isn't really necessary. However, in the same respect, Disney did this year just roll out the Magic Band Plus, which is supposed to, you know, do more interactive things with the 50th anniversary statues. From all I've heard, those are not recommended. But just a plain old Magic Band um, that you can buy in your gift shop or purchase on the Disney site before you go. I think if you're planning to go... Not even a lot, but often. You see in another few years another trip down the line. I do think it's an investment worth making. If, however, you're one and done for your Disney trip, maybe not. Okay? So Magic Band is ease of access. Here's what your Magic Band can do for you. Um, It's your park ticket. So when you got all of your crew and you're going into the park, everybody has it on their wrist. They scan and they go. You don't have to pull up everyone's ticket on your phone. You don't have to get out, you know, paper cards, tickets, anything like that. Bam, everyone's in. If you're using Genie Plus, that's loaded to your account from your My Disney Experience app. It's loaded into the band. You'll scan that band and the cast member will know, oh, you have a Lightning Lane reservation. You're allowed to go through this line. It's going to get everyone linked to your room into the room. It's their room key. Um, Sometimes special areas like a pool might be locked, okay, only for resort guests. Scan, it's letting you in. If you have a card set up to it, you can use that for charging purposes. But again, it's just saving you the step of getting a card out of your wallet or pulling out your phone. So is it necessary? Absolutely not. Now, as I told my client, um, because their question was, well, should we have one for maybe the lead guest in the party? Possibly, like again, I can easily get into my room, but when you go to to enter the park you're still going to have to pull out the phone or pull out the card or the ticket to get everyone in so if I'm already doing that I might as well do it for you know seven people versus six Um, so that's kind of my take on magic band for my family it's worth it my kids and myself still have the magic band that we used like six years ago all right they have their first magic band they grow with you Um, so in that case yeah I think it's awesome And sometimes it feels like a little, you know, easy souvenir for the kids. It's useful at the park. They bring it home. They got their magic band to play with. You can use them over and over. But if you're not planning to Disney a lot or you just don't care about that ease of access, I'm going to say skip the magic band. Definitely skip the magic band plus. All right. Next up, is it worth it? After hours party or hard ticketed events. So, these are things like the Halloween party, the Christmas party. These go on at Magic Kingdom after-ish hours, okay? Um, With these, a lot of times the party might start at, say, 7 o'clock and run until 11 or midnight. Um, But guests can normally get in before that so commonly if you've got a party that starts at seven and you've got a ticket for it you can actually get into Magic Kingdom at o'clock. Now, outside of these holiday parties, Disney is bringing back some after hours events in 2023, um, which is a similar thing. You are paying a price to be the only group of people allowed in the park after hours, and these can go pretty late until like midnight, 1 a.m., What's the benefit of these? Well, with the holiday parties, you're getting extra things like parades, a specialized fireworks show, characters. If it's the Christmas party, there's Snope on Main Street. Um, sometimes these include like free snacks, drinks, Mickey pretzels, hot cocoa cookies, stuff like that. So you are getting some things included. A lot of attractions are going to be open. You're getting to ride these things, um, but there are things that are going to be closed. Certain restaurants, shows, some attractions, so you're not necessarily getting every bit of the park that you would during the day. Downside of these is the cost. Um, Right now, on a cheap day, you're probably looking close to about $150 per person, Um, and As a single person, okay, maybe you splurge, but when you start getting into a family of three, four, five, this is a big investment. So, is it worth it to do? Well, here's the thing. If you're already going to another park the night of your Christmas party, you're sort of cutting yourself short. You're paying close to that much money for a day at Disney, and then you're paying that much again for a night at Disney. When you could have just stayed in the park you were in. Downside to these, if this is your Magic Kingdom day, they're kicking you out a little early by 7 for the party to start. And it's going to be pretty crowded come 4 p.m. when all these other people pile in. However, if that's a rest day for you, you weren't doing a park anyway, maybe instead of another park day, you spend that money on this ticketed event. You're not getting the full day in the Disney park, but you're getting a good chunk of the evening hours um, to do something that's a little out of the ordinary. There are special things. However, in my opinion... This is maybe a once or twice thing with lots of years in between. This isn't something for my family that I could rationalize doing year after year after year. Um, And just because, honestly, of the cost, I could spend the money on a night in the theme park or I could spend that money on a full, you know, 12-hour day in a different park or just at Magic Kingdom on a different day. I'm still going to get to see the holiday decorations, you know, whatever they may be. I'm just not getting that specialized parade, firework show, characters, and snacks. So again, if it's a one-time splurge, maybe. But... Um, But you have to kind of compare. Is it worth skipping a park day to do this? And again, I definitely wouldn't pair it with a different park in the morning and then go to this at night. You're just kind of cutting yourself short on both ends. But once in a lifetime, once every few years things, sure, I think they're great. Try them out. But just really know what you're getting into and what you're paying for. All right, next, is it worth it? Staying at a deluxe resort. So pros of staying deluxe. Right now, there are special Evening hours for deluxe guests. So, we just talked about those hard ticketed events. This is included with your deluxe stay. You're not paying extra money, but you're getting two extra hours in either Epcot or Magic Kingdom. Right now, these are running on Monday nights for Epcot and Wednesdays for Magic Kingdom, um, and they're extended out through, I think, January of 2023 hopefully to continue. So that is honestly one of the biggest perks and I have heard wonderful things about these deluxe evening hours. For one, you got to be like hyped up to make it that late because we're talking like 9 to 11, 10 to midnight, maybe even later. Um, And it's a small section of guests that actually qualify for that. that They're staying deluxe. Now your other benefits of deluxe are the restaurants that you have right there at your resort. It's not just the food court that you're going to see with the value resorts. You've got something like that, but then you also have some nice sit-down table service meals. You might even have a character meal, a bar, a lounge, all kinds of things. Um, And, you know, you're going to have multiple pools at your deluxe resorts, lots of fun amenities that are just kind of a step up. But is it worth it for the price tag you're paying? These deluxe resorts can, at the lowest end, maybe you can find something for like $400 a night, and then they just go up, up, up from there. Is it worth it? In my opinion, deluxe resorts are something great to try for a shorter trip. So my family has done these deluxe resorts when we've gone for like a long weekend, maybe we're only staying three, four nights, um, because it's a nice way to try them out without breaking the bank. Also, if you're going on a trip with other families, or maybe it's just like a girl's trip, a guy's trip, where you can split that cost and your family isn't taking on the full weight, that can be awesome. I did that at a room at the Contemporary Resort and never stayed there. Never thought I would be able to, but when I went with four other friends and we split the cost that way, nightly, it really wasn't bad at all. I'm also going to say I think deluxe is worth it if you have time built in to be at the resort. Deluxe resorts are not where you want to stay if you're going for Five nights and you've got four part days, and you're gonna be gone, gone, gone. Because honestly, there's so much to do at all the resorts. But deluxe, I mean, you can eat all these different places. You can walk around. They are beautiful inside and out. There's things to explore. There's different pools. That was honestly when we stayed at Wilderness Lodge last Christmas time. That was one of my biggest regrets. Is I just wish we had had more time to just hang out at the resort. So I'm gonna say try Deluxe maybe on a shorter trip or a trip where you're not just bombarded with park days every single day and you can really enjoy those amenities and maybe if you're there on a Monday or Wednesday and can swing it to uh, go to those evening hours. Also want to remind you you can do split stays maybe you go down there you stay value at the beginning of your trip and then at the end you switch over to deluxe you get some of those perks um, and it can really be a great way to go all right next up is it worth it table service dining y'all i spend a lot of money on food when i go to walt disney world and it's because I love to try these different table service restaurants that I've heard so much about. Most of them y'all really are fantastic. The ambiance is great, characters, the views. I love just getting to visit these different Disney resorts and see how they're themed and the vibe, Um, but you are paying a lot for I won't say not that much food because many of them are all you care to eat. Um, but, you know, probably not your actual full cost of that food is what you're paying. You're paying a premium price. So is it worth it to do table service dining? If you are going to Disney on a budget, skip it. There is plenty of food for you to eat. Um, quick service, quick service carts you can order amazon delivery to your room that is a great money saving hack you know bring your bottled waters have snacks for the kids and just spend you know money on a couple meals a day maybe you eat breakfast something you brought from home in your room and then you're doing lunch and dinner in the parks that is totally totally great you can have an awesome disney experience you can eat some super yummy food I think the biggest benefit for me of table service, again, is just getting to see these other resorts and have new experiences, but you can definitely do this without having a dining reservation. Hop on the monorail from Magic Kingdom and visit those monorail resorts. Walk out the International Gateway of Epcot and visit, you know visit the beach, yacht club, boardwalk, kind of walk around there and see what it has to offer. So there are definitely ways around this. You can see characters at character meet and greet. So as much as I love my dining, it's costly. And so I do think it's something you can skip if you're on a budget and still have a great, great time at Walt Disney World. I'm just gonna encourage you to find a way to relax and get some downtime in your vacation. Because that's one of the biggest pros for me of table service sit-down dining. In the middle of a busy park day, especially if it's hot outside, I've got somewhere to go with air conditioning where someone's going to bring me food and I can get off my feet. So if you're not going to do table service, just make sure you've carved out some time to like sit Find some air conditioning, get off your feet, and eat your snack or your quick service meal. And just make sure, even though Walt Disney World is busy, 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 that you get a little vacation relaxation time in there. All right, and last one. Is it worth it? Genie Plus. This is probably the biggest question of people going to Walt Disney World. There's so many factors, but honestly, with the new variable pricing with Genie Plus that they've rolled out, which means every day they just decide what price they want it to be. Right now, we've seen $15 to $30 a day, um, but going into Christmas, New Year's, who knows where that top cap is going to be. So is it worth it? If I only have like 30 seconds, I'm going to say, hey, it's worth it at Magic Kingdom and at Hollywood Studios if you have like thrill seekers that want to ride the big rides. Okay, that's my short answer, especially when you start getting into families, three, four, five or larger groups like you paid a lot to be in that park. And now, especially this $30 range we're looking at, I'm paying another park ticket for my family to get to skip the lines. Um, So that can be a really big thing to factor into budget. I think Genie Plus is great if you know how to use it. If you don't know what it is and you've never watched a video or listened to a podcast and you don't know what the 120 minute rule is, you have no business buying it. Okay, go listen to my podcast, like get yourself educated, but it is a system You have to know how to work it. You have to know it starts at 7 a.m. You have to know you have two hours after park open to make your next selection unless you've already, you know, scanned in. I don't want to hubbub and make it confusing. But you have to know how to work the system to get the most out of it. Otherwise, you're going to be like, wow, I paid $30 and we rode two rides. At Animal Kingdom, I just don't think there's enough there to merit it. If you can rope drop, get there first thing in the morning, ride some of the heavy hitters, or wait until later in the evening, I think you can get what you need to out of Animal Kingdom without it. Epcot, there are some heavy hitters. There are some things you might have to wait for, but I think you can use a similar strategy of just getting there early, hitting some things, and then there's not as many rides waited out or keep watching those wait times. Hollywood Studios, not a ton of rides, but the ones that are can have crazy long waits. So knowing how to utilize getting there first thing, riding what you can, and stacking up some Genie Pluses to use throughout the day can really save you a ton of time. That's probably where you're gonna save the most time is Hollywood Studios. However, if your travel party isn't gonna ride Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster or Smuggler's Run, There's really no point of you having it. Magic Kingdom is absolutely the park where I would budget it in. There are a ton of rides there. So many of them are family friendly. Everyone can ride. And being able to skip the lines is just going to save you a lot of time. Save you some cranky kids. Maybe cranky adults. Um, But again, you got to know how to work the system. All right, so that's a little bit of Is It Worth It? Disney Edition. Thank you guys so much for listening in today. Again, if you ever need help planning your own magical vacation, I would love, love, love to share insider tips with you, help you get set up, booked, get up early like I did this morning and make dining reservations for you and help to make your trip as magical as possible. If I can ever do that, check out the show notes and find my email or my socials would love to get chatting with you. But thank you guys so, so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.